what do you get when you gobble down sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. Terribly fat. Oh, come of that. Eating like a cow does. Oh. What? <laughs> Eating like a cow does. Oompa. Oh, Oompa Loompa. Doobity doo. I've got That a- one is I don't like the look of really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's it. What a great song. Eating like a cow does. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I am Tim Chatharangsu. I'm Ricky Wonka. I knew it. <laughs> and I'm Nikki Blaze. And of course, today, filling in for another episode, we got the biggest, the bossiest, the boziest. Bows. I'm oh, the biggest the bo- bows the that you've seen thus far. Dude, I was just talking about this today. Mm. I posted a tweet because my assistant, she literally always calls me ma'am. And like, I just searched ma'am in our whole like text log. Mm. And it's literally just pages ever saying, yes, ma'am. You got it, ma'am. Do you not you like f- that? She's like, you funny, ma'am. I'm like, well, you act like I fucking beat you. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that there was like 180 things of ma'am. Do, your, do you have assistants or a team? I was just about to say, you? people be having assistants. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have an assistant. Really? Oh, y'all fucking wild. I, <laughs> people oh, are always kind of surprised. You got doing an agent work. and a manager, huh? <laughs> I, uh, what, uh, what was the question? You got an agent and a manager, don't you? I have an agent you? and a manager and no assistant. Uh-uh, no. fuck that. Agents and managers, they take 20%. Instead, I keep my 20% and I hired a team of seven people and I pay them out and I oversee everything and I get my own shit done. Oh, that's fair. You pay, never mind. Huh? <laughs> I was going to do math. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want the, to do But like the, the 20% an agent and manager would take, instead, I keep that for myself, but then I use that to pay a team yeah. of people. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, so okay. I have like two producers, I have like an assistant, a community manager, editors, and this. Yeah. yeah, and I just hired an accountant. I should have a meeting with my, my, my agent and my manager soon. Arlita, what's good, girl? Let's get together. I ain't heard from you in a minute. Bro, yeah. they just be, look, that's why I said. they. Don't say, talk about my agent like yeah. that. They just you, be sitting there with that 20%. I'm going to challenge your theory, though, because a good agent is going to get you that money to where their little 10, 20, 15% don't feel like so shit. So it's funny you say that because I, so I worked in ad sales for a long time. So I met a lot of different contacts, which is why I'm able to secure my own brand deals. But what I find is it's so funny how managers and agents act behind the scenes. Like they're like actively losing deals, actively pushing mm-hmm. for money over uh, oh, like yeah. like the brand sustainability. And then what ends up happening is people don't want to work in that with that agent or that manager mm-hmm. anymore and then they just don't work with that talent anymore mm-hmm. oh yeah and that happens a dude lot. it's like everywhere so i just never i always have my own personal relationships with brands and agencies and like i, ain't. I mean we'll check this out uh and you know my i'm sure my my team mm. hasn't been happy about this for a long time but when it comes to the digital deals um i handle all those by myself um, all right now you know I, and i, I kind of it's been kind of established now it's like hey y'all in terms of the TV and the movie stuff, handle that for me. If y'all and whatever brand deals y'all bring me, yes, take your percentage, right? Yeah. But everything that comes to me personally, I handle. I also, <laughs> if, if if a company is messaging my booking email, I will answer. I will negotiate as a fake person named Jasper Lou. <laughs> I will say, well, thank you for inquiring about Tim. Um, here are his rates. Here's what he does. Um, let us know if you can work with this. You know, uh, uh, thank you, Jasper Lou. Yeah. Uh, ha- you know, uh Tim, Team Tim, or whatever. Team Tim, I'm gonna join Team <laughs> because Tim. It's weird to negotiate by yourself, yeah. as your own person. So that's why you know I let Jasper. No, I do that shit all day. <laughs> I absolutely do. I do, and I feel like also if it's you, they're more likely to give you the money. 
Well, here's I definitely reply as me when it's time to get my money. Yeah, okay. Because then fair. you got to drop the professionalism at some point. Because I definitely have had to be like, literally just the other day, I sent a meme to this company and it was Stewie being like, where's my money, man? <laughs> where's my money? Because I was like, I, I, I started the email with, hey, just following up again. Where's my money, man? Because <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, Give me my money. You know fuck. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Damn, that's <laughs> mad funny, dude. All right, well, so this, today we are going to take some questions. We got lots of questions for both, lots of questions in general. And uh, one guy specifically sent me a very long question about his uh, girl he's canoodling with or whatever's going on. And okay. I, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this because this man sent me a long-ass question. Cow. The diatribe. <laughs> I almost hit him with a TLDR, bro. <laughs> but... Um, so here's his question, all right? Him in the DMs, he's like, hey, man, not sure if you'll see this, but where can I send you guys a message for the podcast? I said, bro, just hit me here. He was like, all right, I need some advice. Thanks in advance. <clears throat> Brace yoursells for story time, guys. Okay. Right. Ooh, I try love Try to it. focus. Ricky, let's settle in. So <laughs> I met this girl through an online game, and we started talking about two months ago. Sorry. Game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to. I'll make start sure. over. I want to make sure. Ricky, this is how online. I met most of my boyfriends. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I'm not game, judging. I'm, not gang. Okay, okay. game. Oh, game. he thought online gang. Yeah, <laughs> the e crips. Um, she's 19 and I'm 28, so there's definitely an age gap. I also have a three-year-old son. Long story short, you're right. She met two of my best homies first through the game, and let's just say it got spicy when they were chatting in the game. All right. Apparently, there has been pictures and videos that was sent between the three of them, all right? She has sent both of them pictures, and my homies have sent a pic or two. She has expressed to them the idea of having a threesome together. So, pause. They are collectively, these three, messaging each other in the past, sending pictures, discussing a threesome. So the, three the girl and the two homies, not this guy. Not this guy. Okay. Okay. The girl and his two homies. Okay. So when all this happened, me and her weren't talking just yet. So this is the past. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about it until a month ago. So yes, we were already talking when I found out. And I get it. She's young. She's 19. And she wants to explore things. She ended things with us because she doesn't want to explore while we're talking and end up hurting me. Hmm. Okay. Um, after she ended things between us, we continued to message and call each other, but just as friends. She lives about two hours away from me. I have visited her and hang out with her. We've had sex plenty of times. And let's just say we act like a couple when we're together, kissing, holding hands, cuddling, sex, etc., etc. <laughs> now, the thing is, one of my homies backed off because he knew that me and her started talking. Now, the other one, well, he's still bugging her and asking her for snaps. I haven't got the chance to talk to him about it. And to be honest, I don't even know if I'm in the position to talk about it because me and her aren't talking anymore, but we're still smashing, LOL. Mm -hmm. um, should I talk to the homie and tell him to back off? Should I talk to her and tell her to stop sending him stuff? I don't know what to do, brother. I need y'all help, LOL. Um... Whoa. Looking forward to hearing all of your guys' opinions about it. I'll be waiting for that YouTube video or the podcast. Thanks in, thanks in advance. Okay. We're going to release this one early. My man needs help. <laughs> he does need help. Hey, we can put this one out first. Um, so my initial thoughts on reading it is she's just if she's just smashing you, then 
why would you ask her to stop talking to your yeah, homie? Yeah, and then why, yeah. why like, make it a big, you know? It seems like, obviously, she don't fuck with you like that. She just wants to smash. And also, she possibly just wants to smash her homie. So, yeah. why let it, why Why does it seem like he's making it more complicated than it is? Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You know, okay, hear me out here. Yes. There might be something in his brain where mm-hmm. he's a 28-year-old man that has a 3-year-old child. And mm-hmm. then he meets this, like, younger girl that's 19. She's really, really cool. All of the friends clearly like her. Uh-huh. She's probably probably attractive like i'm sure she's cute you know he might feel like i don't want this to get away Mm. so that's where all these strange like kind of thoughts that are like oh we're kind of like a couple should i talk to his friends you know he probably feels like do i need to capitalize on this yeah no he definitely feels like that and the answer is no (laughs) (laughs) let her get away and not even like just cut her off keep keep smashing if she's down for that or whatever if she's okay but he said one thing. He said one of them keeps bugging her for snaps, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume she told him this. Okay. She's messy. Mm. Yeah. Because if she's telling him, oh, yeah, he keeps bugging me, if it's a bother, She needs block to do him. something about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ask him to stop. Hey, you know I do whatever with your friend. Yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was going to say, also to your point, if she's being messy, right, maybe it's because she might actually like him and wants him to get jealous. You know what I'm saying? But that's still that's not a, a game you need messy, to be playing yeah. at that's 28 still with a three-year-old. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Especially, Mess. Yeah. And then, you know, she's pitting people against each other all for her. Well, and here's the other thing, too. Look, if, you, if you're if you a woman and you want to, like, get pictures from guys, you want to have threesomes, like, you know, that's okay, but... When you're going in, when you know like these three dudes, and like he said, it, they knew each other, but it was before they started talking. You know all three of these dudes, and then you're hopping into the group chat. You're like, "Here's me. Let me see you guys." Da, da, da. I think she wants attention. Mm. You know? Yeah, definitely. And she's mm-hmm. not gonna stop wanting attention, and she probably wants this guy's attention too. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, making him jealous, show like you know, da da da. So she's getting attention from all these dudes. Yeah. She's messy. She's just messy. Here's what they need to do: foursome. Invite the other oh. homie back into it. <laughs> Three on one. I'm sorry. What? Ooh. It sounded like you said force. I was like, no! No! <laughs> no! And then some came. I was like, oh, God. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Throw Tim out the window right now. What is this? Oh, God. No, I. I force some. Not force One, two, three, them. four of them have sex. Yeah. Yes. I think that's the only way to really fix the problem. I think that he should just keep smashing and just. You know, smash. I feel like or maybe don't, because she's two hours away. Like that's a lot of work uh, for some ass. Mm. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? That's, if it, that's if what it's I'm just that, his brain is probably like, I I don't want to lose this because if you're driving two hours, like there's there's something that he feels like he, there's a FOMO yeah. happening, or she got that bomb, whatever. Yeah. I doubt that, Tim. You doubt it? I doubt that. Why do you doubt it? I, I wasn't throwing it back at 19. I didn't know you what I was new doing. to the game. Bro, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe she's been throwing it back since she was 16. Yeah. She's not new to it. It all depends. But experience is worth more than age. I feel like I... I know some grown-ass women who suck because they didn't do a lot of experience. <laughs> suck at sucking, too. Yeah, suck at sucking. Wow. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that... I feel like they're just not passionate about it. Mm. But, um... Yeah, man, I think you need to uh, reevaluate your want in this situation. If you want to keep going down there, you want to keep the relationship with her, whatever it is, that's cool. But you got 
there's no reason you should be telling people to leave her alone if she's not. Yeah, right, she needs exactly. to do it. That that's the biggest thing. She say, "All right, bitch, we'll handle it." Mm-hmm. T- block him. Tell him you don't want to send him photos anymore. Yeah, and that's what kind of makes me think she got that good, good because it's like even when you don't like a girl sometimes, and she got like just it's great and she's bomb. It's and like and and you're cool with it until like you don't like her, but then if someone else wants to smash you, like no, that's me. That's mine, bro. But you know, Tim, they're all gamers. This girl is not that hot. <laughs> gamers are hot with your gamer. This this girl is not that fine. Like I can, I dude, I I know what this looks like. This is like one of those League of Legends girls. Did you know that's a whole ass business? There are girls that like instead of catfishing now, they get paid to just play a game with the dude and sit on voice chat with them. I believe that, but aren't those girls hot? But I, I get what mm. you're saying. But you got to think about this: Are gamer guys hot? Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a bunch of gamers. Exactly. So to them, she's hot as fuck. Really? <laughs> and well, so- we don't know what she looks like, but if if they if everybody looks the way they were thinking they look, <laughs> Wait, it works. Also, how is this? Y'all are all online. The the three and the four. How's it gonna work when they hear this? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, they, they don't pretty, know this situation. It's a pretty specific situation. Yeah, he was Daryl, like, "Is this you?" No, 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 Amy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, like "Leave my pretty, name out of it," but this yeah. is very uh, pretty specific. What what race do you envision these people are? White. Okay, see, I see the girl as white with sandy okay. brown hair. Ooh. But I see the dudes black, a little chunky. Not not like me. A <laughs> okay. lot, lot smaller, but still a little chunky. With glasses, but cool glasses. Okay. And a tattoo somewhere. Like, he's okay, not okay, like okay. what you would call a nerd, but he's not exactly cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got I, de- I, I can see that. I definitely envision the girl. Oh, I envision the girl uh, black hair, mm. but white. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's as far as my envisioning went. And then um, and then I know what the guy looks like because I see the DM. So uh-huh. I'm biased there. But as far as the homies, ooh, ooh. I, I see one as a skinny white uh, mm-hmm. possible tattoo. Yeah. Okay. I think for the girl here, we definitely have some kind of bleach or dyed hair. Yeah. Uh, probably not entirely, but if it's not bleached or dyed, her hair is definitely damaged for sure. Okay. <laughs> That's what I and, imagine. And, dark damaged black hair. Yeah, bro. Also, my hair is a little damaged too. Look, it's all there, but I'm just giving a descriptor. Okay. I also picture she's probably about probably like five one, like a little average height. <laughs> Great boobs, no ass. That that's, because that's because the gamer is, shit so. we get to do top up right like there's right. there's got to be a massive titty situation yeah. going on here because everyone and she's sending out snaps she's got something you know I don't think it's the ass so I'm gonna go with very like lots of titty no ass also um the makeup the makeup is the make I feel like she probably wears the wrong foundation color <laughs> that's what I think that's exactly I've just seen a lot of like the gamer girl I I want to know if I'm right is she here are you watching am I right maybe. DM me. Let, let us know. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. 
So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. You know what's funny about um, what I learned in my experience with girls with big old titties and no ass mm. is that like since they get so much attention for their titties, if you play with the booties a little bit, they'd be like, oh my God, yeah. thank you. It's just the butt play in general. I love people playing with my butt. I fucking love it. I love it so much. I'm like, just just sit there, just touch it, just massage, just slap it around a little bit, just lay your head on it. Yeah. Tell me you appreciate me. Like I love, I just love my butt being appreciated in general. Appreciate more butt. Do you feel like your booty hasn't been appreciated in the past? No, it has, but my butt was my identity for a lot of my high school life. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> because, well, you are also one of the only black girls in your school, right? Yeah. So they were like, oh, Bo's the only one with ass over here. I do. I had no idea either because like I didn't like look. I didn't notice. But like everyone in high school was like, yeah, you always had a fat ass in high school. <laughs> I was like, really? No, no, no. You just had a flat ass. No. <laughs> Bro. It was because I was always wearing these leggings, and I remember I had these cheetah print leggings that I made mm. myself by hand, so they fit me perfectly, and they were spandex. I was ah. wearing these in high school back in the day, but I just did it because like I liked like goth and punk shit. I had no idea that I was voluptuous, <laughs> but that was back in the day. That was back in the day. Now I'm skinny and sad. <laughs> what happened? And I need Why my ass sad? played with. Why are you sad? <laughs> huh? Why are you sad? And just in general, no, I'm oh. not. <laughs> just life, life. That's man. funny. Uh, quick, quick story because. Uh, I'm gonna put this in a movie too. I had a homie who um, who, who makes music, and I hadn't seen him in a minute, and he was looking good. You know, he was looking like toned and shit. I saw him at a show, and I was like, "Hey, man, you you lost weight? What you been doing?" He was like, "Nah, I'm just depressed. <laughs> so, I haven't been eating." Sweet. <laughs> the follow up. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, good, good, well, you look great. Go, 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 get out. Oh, go find happiness. Touch grass. Quick, quick question that randomly popped in my head because you were talking about your butt so much. Um, uh, this is very super random, right? Have y'all have y'all ever seen your own booty hole? No, you haven't. I've not seen my own booty hole. Both have you? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen their own booty hole. I feel like a lot of girls have. Okay. I'm I'm starting to find that girls kind of go looking for it. They'll get in front of the mirror, sit down, do all type of shit. There are a lot of girls know yeah. what their booty hole look like. We, yeah. Uh, I I didn't I didn't understand anal bleaching, and I was like, well, do I need that? Mm. And so I decided to take a look, and I don't. You don't. Well, of course, <laughs> you would imagine that your nipple skin is the same color as your booty hole skin. Actually, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's how it works. And yeah. can you guess what color my butt? <laughs> you got a you got a Green. pink asshole. <laughs> oh, <This is so laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah. Do so you never looked at your own butthole? No, I've seen my butthole for sure. Well, especially since you know, like the worst part about it is Tim. When I picture anyone else looking at their butthole, I picture them turned around looking in a mirror. But I picture Tim like this. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get a fucking... I, like, just completely naked, just, but wearing a hat. You know, it's the, it's not completely... No, that's pretty accurate, you know? <laughs> but just one leg. I think... Yeah. Live one leg. All really? Chia like, like a man. One leg, like a man. Chia, know? push my head down a little bit. I can't see it. I can only see the corner. <laughs> I think for me, you know, back in the day... 
Um, I think I just I had a situation where I was shitting so much it just my asshole hurt, and I mm-hmm. wanted to get a look to see if I had a cut or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, I think I was definitely like with a mirror just here, uh, looking at yeah. your hemorrhoid, looking but at my little hemorrhoid. See, y'all can't see anything because you got a little forest of trees in there. Oh, I mean, I, it's not like a thick ass bush. It's the hairs are just kind of around the ass. Some people got a hole. You gotta like unbraid it and shit oh, to get in there. <laughs> Those are the booty holes that you haven't licked in the past because you were like, this man is too hairy. I'm not gonna lick this. Dude, ass. Oh, <laughs> no, sir, can't get not. Back. Crisp, <laughs> <laughs> or very crisp. Oh, very crisp. <laughs> um, I just wonder because um, I, I I know a girl who was talking about how she had has never even looked at her cooch, has never taken a mirror and looked at her own cooch before because she didn't feel like she needed. She was like, for what? Yeah, we see that one a little bit more, but the butthole is like a little like curious, like that. If you're going to go look at your butthole, it's a setup, it's an excursion, it's a thought, you know. <laughs> right. But like sometimes I just look down and I see her, so you know I feel like we're acquainted, right? She's there, I, yeah, exactly. But that is a practice. They call it connecting with your yoni. With your yoni, your okay. yoni. When have we, you connected with your yoni, I have Ricky? Not. You don't have a yoni. You don't have one. Have, yeah. have you connected with your pony? <laughs> <laughs> but it's where you daily. just put the. <laughs> I just fucking put the. I saw that they put like a mirror on the floor, and they just like look into it. And so I thought, well, shit, let me just drop my camera on the front facing camera on the floor, and just, I didn't really. And do you said, it. what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? IG live. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to my channel. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine trying to look at your yoni and accidentally going live on Instagram? <laughs> emotional breakdown yeah i always you know i always have that thought when i'm like jerking off and people always say like cover up your your (laughs) little camera but i'm always like look man if the fbi wants to see me jerking off to some chubby latinas go ahead man do your thing bro enjoy so funny (laughs) but don't post it (laughs) what the FBI oh no! It. Please don't post yeah. that <laughs> because I get real comfortable when I'm drinking off. So. <laughs> really? Drooling? And yeah. Shit. <laughs> I act like I'm in church. I like put a blanket over me and really? shit. Really? Like that. <laughs> That's how you masturbate in church? <laughs> <laughs> With the blanket. Now, when I got a free house, like when Chia goes to grab some groceries <laughs> or something, <laughs> I get all the way comfy. I get butt ass naked. I get comfy on the couch. Damn! Hilarious. Yeah, nah, Damn! I, get, I get real comfortable. What the it takes me back to you know my living alone days. <laughs> All right, so we got some more questions. We got a lot of questions for Bose. Let's let's try and weed through the oh, stupid ones. Um, sorry, I feel I feel what? bad when there was a bunch of questions for me. No, we I asked, asked them specifically. You. Do you oh, have okay. questions for Bose? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we get girl. I'm sick of questions. You know, these <laughs> these are specifically for you. Um, okay, let's, let's let's start with this one. Since we're talking about your new YouTube channel and uh, okay. how fast it's growing oh. and how great you're doing, um, N Guevares, Guevare, Guevares, we got it. Gue, no, no, N N Guevares. <laughs> how did you find? How did she find her love for murder mysteries? Why did you start talking about that on your YouTube channel? Um. Okay. So the way that it happened is actually very funny. Okay. So cool. like, it's not like very funny, but like ten years ago, <laughs> I witnessed the murder. <laughs> yeah. No. Ten years ago, I was living in Vegas with my old roommate. And we were both like, we both have like hella PTSD, like little depression there. You know, we like to drink and shit. Right. And in Vegas, we was just drinking, getting fucked up, drowning all the sorrow. Yeah, drowning yeah. all the sorrow. <laughs> and then one day, we decided she didn't go to work. And so, like, she sat on the couch with me and we just got drunk and we watched this true crime show mm. and we couldn't turn it off yeah. for like 10 hours straight. And I realized that this is going to sound like kind of sad, but it's so dumb, is that. 
I wasn't sad for like 10 hours because I was so distracted by people that had it worse than me. Aha. So it was like a form of like intense escapism for Word. a while. But then I just got really interested in the cases. I mean, I always I don't consistently watch murder mystery stuff. But whenever I do start watching one, I'm, I'm fucking like into it. Well, sure. yeah, but I, I mean, when you think about it, people are always like, oh, true crime. Like, I don't know how people are into this. Well, if you think about it, it's human behavior, which mm-hmm. everyone is interested in. Mm-hmm. It's a storyline. It has a beginning, middle and end. And then also it has a hero and a villain. And then yeah. you get to have an opinion on the story, mm-hmm. you know? So everyone can like it in some capacity. You just kind of have to hear the right story. Yeah, no, I, I love that shit. Whenever we have like a far drive, Crime Junkies, let's go, baby. It's good, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's good. And there's so many different ways to do true crime. Like every creator's yeah. a little bit different. Um, I always like, and you know, and, and the fact that this shit's true always makes it that much more like oh god you know as opposed to watching like a scary movie or something like that because even a big reason why i don't get too scared during scary movies because i I can always if i feel myself getting a little freaked out i can disconnect and be like oh man this is cgi this is this is this is a hollywood movie um that's just to protect myself from uh getting freaked out in my own place you know what i'm saying but with those when you start to think about how true it is yeah. and how truly fucked up people yeah. can be. That's the human behavior part she's yeah. talking about. And there's yeah. so many like, oh, wait a oh, go ahead. There's just so many aspects of the human behavior because some people want to know how to be safer, like what to look mm-hmm. out for. Or some people just want, yeah, just there's so much to it. Yeah, because when you hear about somebody being like murdered or some shit, you just think the murderer is a fucking piece of shit, mm-hmm. murderous ass person. Mm-hmm. Then when you listen, it's like, dude was normal. Yeah, do was normal until this happened. That's, <laughs> and yes. then it's like, oh shit, Ricky. Yeah. That's why I do it. And yeah. you know, it actually my my first idea for it in the YouTube channel was about two years ago. I was watching all the commentary channels and how they were just talking shit on other creators. Right. It was a huge trend. You put Lily Singh like in the title. Uh-huh. I mean, and I say that David and I talked about it, but we weren't really like <laughs> trashing Lily. Right. But there were people that were doing whole twenty minute diatribes yeah. about how fucking horrible her show was right. just for clicks. When I'm like, wait, this is the first brown woman in digital media to get a traditional late night show and yeah. y'all are gonna tear her the fuck down yeah. like we as the internet were the people that were supposed to be supporting her and I'm not gonna lie I watched the show at first and it was cringe but then mm. I was mad about that because like you're mad that you cringed I was I was <laughs> mad I was mad that I felt like I kind of participated in that too <laughs> but I'm mad that like that's how we reacted to her doing yeah. something so cool you know yeah. and so just from that I was thinking why are we making fun of creators we should be making fun of people that deserve to be made fun of like mm. fucking murderers yeah and so I started doing commentary exactly (laughs) i I literally just am doing a video that's the roast of richard ramirez where i take all of the meanest comments from like like all the chatters from twitch and youtube and then i'm just putting them up on screen because fuck that guy dude you old murder face ass (laughs) they be saying some my chat is so funny too they say so much stuff but yeah so it was kind of born of that But as I started to do the stories, like I said before, I love telling the stories of people with real trauma Mm. because you never know what we're all going to connect to and see ourselves in that person. And it like means a lot to me when I see a comment from somebody that says, damn, this could have been me. Mm. Like, I'm about to go to therapy. I screen cap all of them. Like, I keep them. And that's what, like, I don't know, makes me keep doing it. That's dope. Yeah. Do you like uh, drug true crime stuff? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that shit. But like specific stuff like it has to be like hood ass people oh. I, i'm one of these people who can tell you fucking everything about free ray rick ross and mm. shit oh my god fucking um 
Rich Porter, all these motherfuckers. You don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about no. right now, but I, I know all of that shit. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I want to do. I want to do some of that stuff. Yeah. I tell you what, I watch a lot of Bob's Burgers reruns. That's what I like to do, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, BXTN says, Bos, how do you have so much energy? Are you like that off camera too? And let me tell you, yes, she is. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying, right? I do. I have a lot of, I'm a very, very passionate person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like in every fucking bone, every molecule of my body. Filled with passion. Way too passionate. You know, some people might say, oh, she's very sensitive or, oh, she's very dramatic. I just have a lot of emotion, a lot of energy. You're feeling them all and you're feeling them hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just all the time. And I mean, like, I'm generally happy happy because i said this before i grew up very we've talked about this the whole time i grew up very depressed i was always very depressed and then like after a couple years ago i got really really happy and i was like i never want to be sad again and so every single day i actively try to be happy oh that's beautiful yeah and like i am i think a lot of people don't realize uh happiness kind of takes that being actively um like putting effort into being happy mm-hmm. you know? and putting effort into working on your demons and the things that do bring you down and like where you don't have a good day or something like that and like also it's this sounds weird but like i consider myself happy but sometimes i'll get sad for like two or three days mm. you know but i don't consider that like a dip i'm still happy like that's still me that's still my life but like i'm having you know a bad two or three days or maybe i'm hormonal and just feeling a little bit down or something like that right. but mm. i'm just in general very happy well, that's great. Are y'all happy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Genuinely. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in happiness being a choice, but I think I need to stop saying that because it sounds like it's some, easy. Some people yeah. don't have the choice. Yeah. It's it, it, it's not it's the choice to try to be. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I think just like in you anything, have to be actively. Like in anything in life that feels like it's difficult to achieve to a lot of people, I mean, yeah, it kind of takes effort you have yeah. to try to do it you have to want it and you have to go after it you yeah. know what i'm saying and i know it's easier for some people than for other people but yeah I mean, it's facts you yeah. know it's not easy to do but it is simple to decide you have to yeah man because you have to yeah yeah, yeah. all right yeah. we well, happy over here kids we so happy over here <laughs> <laughs> it's all a facade, man. I swear, to, I, I swear to God, I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> a, a guy named Asians, spelled with a, a, a one in there and a Z in there. <laughs> all right. Okay. Super with, cool. With all due respect. Oh lord. Oh shit. <laughs> does she like Asian guys? Um. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. <laughs> I uh I uh I like everybody. I love all men. Okay. I love all men. Bose. <laughs> you either just made a bunch of Asian dudes happy right now or made a bunch of Asian dudes say, mm. <laughs> or you scared them off. <laughs> yeah. No. I just didn't know where the question was gonna go and then I started like I just I don't know, it was really that's funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like everyone. <laughs> I like everyone. Alright, alright, alright. Let's see. <laughs> Um, I tend to like different things in di- like different periods of time, and we always, you know. Okay, what what time are you in right now? I know you're going on a date after. Very this. funny. Right now, I'm in my white era. Are you in the white? You in the white stage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again. Very into Charlie Puth right now, but I may not be in a couple months. It changes. Word, word. How long do your stages usually last for? What are you waiting for the next rotation, Tim? 
Um, I'm a married man, miss. <laughs> and I just heard, oh, yeah, you're into Asian guys. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, how so how long do your stage? What are you asking me? I'm just, I'm just asking because you said this. You said you, it could change in two months. So I'm saying, how long do they usually last? I don't for? know. It's whatever. It's whatever the, the heart wants what it wants. To. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Imagine having a girlfriend like that. Like, babe, guess what? <laughs> I don't it's, think I like Asian guys anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. You're out of season. No, it's not like that. Just check the calendar, babe. Yeah. Your time's up. <laughs> I, I think I go through day. different seasons of like what I like. In ju- you know what? It's it's kind of like uh, yeah. I don't know. This is getting dicey. <laughs> is it? All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh man. Um. Oh, mm, mm, mm. oh, okay. Let's talk about this. Sure, that's always a fun conversation. Sarcastic sedation asks, um, <laughs> "When's the OnlyFans coming? You know you'd make bank." <laughs> I make a lot of money doing other things. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. Also, also, it's uh, I. I I've, I think I've said this before on this podcast. I have never taken a naked photo before in my entire life. I think I vaguely remember yeah, you saying I, that. And still to this day, like even uh, recently, I had a telehealth appointment with my physician and I had to like, I had to undress for some parts yeah. and he needed to like look at my body over telehealth and I didn't want to do it because I don't even feel good showing anything in front of a camera oh, oh. they do that through the through the digital yeah oh, and oh. i didn't like that i thought it was a little weird so that does I didn't, feel weird it yeah. d- it's weird right um but and you know it's like oh they're a doctor you know yeah. i don't like that so She's like yeah. ma'am i need to figure out if you have sinus issues yeah. take off your <laughs> take top your t- <laughs> what the fuck yeah but it, it was yeah i'm very um i it's the religious you're, thing. you're never nude yeah, it's the religious thing for sure. In front of a camera. In front of a camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, without the camera, I'd be hoeing out. Absolutely. 100%. Don't it back. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, I was going to ask. Uh, oh, shit. I had it and then I lost it. And then we're Find talking it. about OnlyFans, but they're not OnlyFans, not sending nude pictures ever. Yes. Um, do you ever get freaked out by these people like making like um, deep fakes or like making fake nudes of you online? It's going to happen no matter what. Right. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, people people will even like upload a video that vaguely looks like you and then put your name in the title mm. or something like that. But that my I don't I, I obviously nobody likes it, but I don't personally feel violated by it because uh. it's not really me and it's not that rampant, you know, mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then also it was so funny. One time somebody posted like a fake nude of me, and the top comment was, "Her nipples are pink, not hose." <laughs> you gotta stop saying that. They're gonna start. Making They're gonna it Photoshop pink. them on or something like that. I mean, e- either way, like I feel I've said that several times, and like uh, I, I feel like I'm missing out though. I do. <laughs> I I I like my body. I like the way I look, yeah. and. I'm sure I could take like some bomb ass pictures, but I'm I'm about to be 30 now, mm. and I've gone so long. It's it's been um, an asset to me, and not I don't have any problem with sex work or taking photos or anything like that of that nature. Yeah. But when I joined Smosh, which was a very family friendly channel, it was an incredible asset of to not have any sexual content oh, online. Oh, I see. Very very. <clears throat> and so once I saw that, I just never wanted to lose any other opportunities. So I continued to operate through that vessel. I feel yeah. you good for you yeah, yeah i get a lot of work just and it, it is also crazy i noticed this um i have some friends that don't do only fans they don't do nude stuff but they do like more sexy molly you know when pe- girls post on twitter those like double photos and they're always really hot like photo sets on twitter oh uh-huh. 
Yes. Yeah, and they it's like them looking super, super hot. Like for some reason, brands don't even like to work with people to do that shit because to uh. them they think they're still selling sex. Mm. I like occasionally will post a picture of my outfit and like that's it. And I get a lot of work. Yeah. I, I literally get like more work for not doing that stuff than than I would doing it. Honestly. Yeah. Let me tell you, the brand deals have definitely increased uh, since I stopped uh, doing the sketches I used to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah, unless you're gonna be full naked and get paid for it. Yes. It's not the best career move to post sexy. Yeah. Your- and look, I like I said, I'm getting my money from brands. I'm not gonna sit here and fuck myself in the ass and a deal with a dildo in like three or four months just because you want to see it. Like yeah. if that's not what I want to do, then I'm not gonna do that. There's yeah. some people to do. Yeah. I, I think the other thing too though, like is like I've seen a lot of people that have been joining like these sites. Like there's this one site that's called Fan House. Okay. And I think I actually know the person that runs it, but there's a lot of girls that started off there posting really cute selfies and mm-hmm. because it's a non-nude website. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that some of my friends went from posting cute selfies to three or four months later getting more risque because that made them more money. Yeah. And so they're following the metrics rather than like the morals. And so I feel like any of that stuff is a very slippery slope. Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, I know. definitely think it's something that needs to be talked about more especially from like women in the industry because like hey being naked all that shit that's dope yeah like if that's genuinely what you want to do that's dope or if you can find success at it and that's the route you feel you gotta take it's fucking dope but yeah it is um it is not helpful if you want to do other things and nobody's saying that because there was a yeah. time where you post bikinis all the time your followers mm-hmm. get up and that's all any advertisers cared about how many followers do you have? Right. Oh, she got 1.3 million. Cool. Promote this fucking Disneyland vacation. <laughs> like, right. it didn't matter. But now they're really starting to look at that. And like, they're looking we at We don't like- want to be associated. And, but this girl is so ingrained in society. Girls yeah. feel like, if I want to get my following up, mm-hmm. I need to post this once in a while but it's like what are you getting your following up for you can't make no money with it now right. yeah because yeah. brands now because i said this i worked in ad sales for a while too they ask how where do their followers come from and what do they here for mm-hmm. so if you have half a million followers from your sexy swimsuit pictures nobody cares about you promoting cereal mm-hmm. but like if i'm a gamer then i might do a gamer thing because my fans are gamers and like that's what yeah it makes me sad and i have a um I, and I cannot express enough. Like, we're not bashing sex work not or at anything. All. Not, <laughs> not, not literally. Not at all. Um, I do have a really good friend of mine who I've been talking to for about two or three years. And it went from money, money, money. I'm making money. I'm making money to, like, I don't like the way these people are treating me in my DMs. Yeah. You know, the guy that gave me $1,000 last month, now he feels like I owe him. And right. now she feels like she really does owe him. Mm. Um, and, it's, and she feels uh, like, you know, she has to do all of these things to make $10,000 a month. And I, I can't imagine making all that money, but feeling like I'm not in control of my life. Right. Yeah. Because even as content creators, we don't give our fans that much power. But when you're Some working do. for money like that, you're giving an insane amount of power to them just based off of what they type in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the dynamics are like, I, I also like, yeah, I wish I could also like get more help for sex workers that entered the industry and can't get out now, but need right. to know how to deal with everything that they're dealing with. That should be a really big conversation too. But yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's tough on the internet, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the, the things are on the internet forever. It's and forever, then also, yeah. you know what makes me sad, too? The, the sex workers probably feel like they can't be open and honest about the things that are feeling and what's going on behind the scenes because the first thing that's going to happen is men are going to condemn them and say, like, well, you knew what you were getting into right. and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, really, some of them didn't. Some mm. of them started off posting cute selfies and now, you know, next thing you know. And so, like, yeah, it's it's real tough. Yeah. You got to have a game plan, though. Like, a lot of people go into it just thinking, I'm going to be naked. I'm going to get money. <laughs> yeah. And what are you going to do after that? What are you going to do if nobody finds you? What are you going to do when you realize, shit, if I promote this, my family's going to see it. I don't really want that. Mm-hmm. And nobody's subscribing to you on the actual site because they don't know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that goes into it that nobody talks about, like you said. And the only people that do talk about it are the girls who tried and failed, that didn't yeah. make any money. So mm-hmm. they just sound bitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then um, you have a lot of girls who just make content condemning those women. So then you have that. You got yeah. a lot of dudes who subscribe and condemn like how are you <laughs> how are you talking shit when you're the customer like literally you you paid and you're talking shit it's fucking yeah, weird we, you, <laughs> so it's so much that goes into day. it exactly yeah I can't asking imagine, for free shit again <laughs> i can't imagine how uh how angry those dudes probably get because like i mean i've commented before on just how um entitled my fans feel to my life. on somebody's only fans i've commented <laughs> and left my feelings about this post yeah. <laughs> sorry that these guys are in here demanding things from you anyway can you nice nips <laughs> anyways can you uh send me that video i missed last week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well speaking of uh being sexualized at work uh player dot zero one five eight two three asks what's your weirdest experience while working at hooters um, I've told this story before. It's one of my favorites. Have you told it on here? No. Okay. I was, I was, Tim's like, don't recycle your fucking content. Oh, we know we, we recycle. Uh, oh, we are the recycle me. pod. They are so <laughs> sick of my stories. <laughs> Can I tell you two Hooter stories? Girl, tell us okay. Hooter stories. All right, wait. I'll, I'll tell you the one that's like kind of just cringe and then the one I think is funny. Okay. So I'm working one night and this girl named Jennifer, she's the hostess, and these four white dudes come in and they say to Jennifer, we want your hottest Hooters girl. <laughs> and Jennifer, really nice 16 year old girl she i was kind of like a little more goth alternative and so was jennifer so i think she just thought because we were in the same genre she thought i was really pretty like legitimately i am not what these old white men want they want (laughs) jessica with the blonde hair and the big titties right so jennifer sits them with me and so i go over so i go over to the table and i don't know that this conversation took place and i'm Mm -hmm. like hey guys i'm like you know my name's bo i'm gonna be taking care of you today i put their napkins down and they're all just looking at me and they're like wow jen sure tricked us wow and i didn't like think anything of it and i was like whatever so I walked by Jennifer and she was like, those guys asked for the prettiest Hooters waitress. So I gave them to you. And like, she really like thought she'd done some good. Mm. And I was like, Jennifer, I'm not what they wanted. I'm not what they wanted. So we switched it and we gave them Ashley or whatever. Cause mm. I, I, I didn't, would you want to wait on that table anymore? I oh, fuck no. no. Hell fuck no. no. Yeah, yeah. I probably would have lost my job that night. Oh yeah. <laughs> was this in Virginia? Still? Yeah. So they swapped mm. us out. We gave them Ashley, but then afterwards the guys felt so bad. They gave me a hundred bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. Fucking dickheads. So Super but then I had this, uh, I had this old dude who sits down and <laughs> I had this old dude that sat down. He comes in and at Hooters, 
we were supposed to peel the shrimp and the crab legs for people. I'm okay. not kidding. Like really? that was like in the hootie handbook. Wait, wait, wait. Your own ta- your tables? Yes. Or if like somebody ordered crab legs, we were supposed to sit down and put on gloves and like peel it. Are for you them. serious? Yeah, like peel their shrimp. Wait, for them. gotta <laughs> only be there yeah. out there. I've never seen that. Yeah, yet, but I've also that only is, been a handful of times. Yeah, in right. the hootie handbook. Damn. So I and look, I ain't peeling nobody's fucking crabs. Yeah. Like, and I I I've done the shrimp thing a couple times, but I'm not peeling anyone's crabs. So this old man comes in. And he's like 80 years old, and it's a morning shift. It's really slow. I'm not doing shit. He sits down on my table. He is the sweetest old guy, like just you know the sweet old man energy. And he orders crabs like crab legs, and I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna peel them for him, you know. Mm-hmm. So I sit down and I'm feeling it, and I'm talking to him and chatting and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, do you need anything else? And he leans in and he was like, why don't you go ahead and slather yourself up between two slices of toast and lay on down. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> There are an alarming number of older white men in Virginia that have always been kind of into black women, but right. they weren't allowed to. And right. so I later on, there's they, a lot of that. Yeah, they'd be looking. Yeah. They'd be looking later. I ran into a lot of those. It was real funny. Hilarious. That, that is interesting. So maybe that's who hostess homegirl thought she was seating you with. Maybe. What? Yeah. Maybe she thought you were the one satisfying their their uh, lust for chocolate ladies. The, like, oh, Jennifer. You, oh, yeah. yeah, you know those, you know those white guys. Maybe that's what he wants. A little yeah. spicy. Uh, she's at the host stand and she's like, you want something spicy? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So we don't understand Hooters, right? We never knew about that I will tell you, dude, all. I... I never would have thought to go in there and ask for a specific type of waitress or a specific waitress. You could do that shit. What is Hooters? Yeah, because it's weird to us because, okay, yeah, we used to love going to strip clubs, right? Where it's like, we're here to objectify. View your nakedness. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the purpose. The the girls are there to dance naked and, you know, we throw money. That's what it is. That's the understanding. We're there to perv out, right? But when by objectify, he doesn't mean treat women like objects. He just means look at them naked and be a horny. Enjoy your body and that's what we're there for. (laughs) And, you know, yeah. But, um, but for a place like Hooters, where it's like, okay, you kind of have this uh, objectification going on, but then also it's like a family restaurant. Yeah, y'all got booster seats. Yeah, and you're not supposed <laughs> We have kids night. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is, okay, Hooters, can we talk about this? On Wednesdays, they had this special, Kids Eat Free, right? Okay. And then they also had a special for the adults, five ninety nine for a wings day platter. You get 10 boneless wings, fries, and your choice of sauce. Wow, on that's top a great of deal. That, yeah, right? So you get your meal for six bucks, the kids eat for free. Come on, bring the family out to Hooters. Now, on top of that, they had this special called the Stimulus. It was a drink with two shots of rum, and it had a 151 float on it. Y'all fuck around with some 151 Bacardi? It is uh, intense. Rick doesn't drink, but yes. It's it, a- is, it is literally, what is it, 100 proof alcohol? It's literally moonshine. Yeah. So we were inviting parents for kids night and then feeding them the strongest Getting fucking drunk drink fuck. yeah. I've ever made in my life. And people would come in, they'd be like, let me get some food for the kids. Let me get eight stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> but up in that, Hooters is... Um, <laughs> and then slather yourself between two pieces of bread. Slather <laughs> yourself up. Hooters is where you get sexually harassed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we, it's where you go to learn because all of the girls, they have no experience. They get hired in as 18 and they're mm-hmm. just hot and they figure out, we'll teach you how to serve, whatever. Mm. So at Hooters, none of us know what we're doing. We're just, you learn a lot about life. And it's mm. also where you find your husband. 
That's right. The military tables be coming in. They come in in hordes, 10, 12 of them. <laughs> With rings in their pockets. They ask for two waitresses. And then we say, all right, who's ready to get shipped off? Shelby's like, me. Hilarious. Me. Like, whoever wants to, whoever's looking for a man. Like, all right, Shelby, you take them. All right, Kayla, you take them. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> like, I wrote just married on my Mustang before I got in here. <laughs> I, I, uh, that, it's funny you asked that because I never thought about it till now. Um, Every single day, there was a man in there looking for a wife. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever came in just to fuck us. Like, mm-hmm. customers. They but, were looking for love. Yo, you know what there was? Though? Oh, my God. this is I don't even know if I should talk about this. I'm, I'm giving all the hootie ins and outs. <laughs> so, there's a category. Oh, my God. There's a category. They call This is so... If you were a girl that hooked up with the, the cooks, yeah. they would call you a cook fucker. Okay. Because there were some girls that would come in, and within a month... They'd hooked up with like two of the cooks because that's what it was. All the girls were the pretty waitresses. And then we have, I'm sorry, all the girls were the pretty waitresses. And then we have 10 or 12 line chefs that are always rotating out. And they're all young guys under 25. And all the cooks are hooking up with the Hooters girls. Yeah. And then on top of that, man, am I about to, I ain't signed no disparagement contract. And then on top of that, you know who goes to the best Hooters girl? The boss. The manager. Yes. The managers, the manager, and they, they aren't, like, I, I don't, I, I did know of some managers that hooked up with girls, but above all, I know managers that were dating girls, mm. and they would date them for a while. I don't know if anyone actually married anyone, but yeah, Hooters is very incestuous. <laughs> this sounds an awful lot like Wildin' Out. <laughs> you can cut that if you want, but. <laughs> maybe, maybe, this, maybe it's just the industry as well. I, I think, you know, it, it was it's even super similar um, in any restaurant, I feel. Because, mm. um, you know, when I was at my family's... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, when I was... <laughs> my dad was. <laughs> when I was working at California Pizza Kitchen, mm-hmm. um, you, you and you spend all this time with these people. And mind you, these weren't girls that were hired that because they were hot. But you kind of end up flirting and hooking up with people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're just there all the time. And, um, you know, my I met my ex working at California Pizza Kitchen. And it just kind of happens. People start hooking up. You start flirting. You start um, dating. You know? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever work at a restaurant? Um, <laughs> I worked at Hot Dog on a Stick. Yes. <laughs> that was the okay. closest thing to a restaurant. Yep. But... I definitely got me some action in the kitchen. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I, dude! Restaurant life is another thing. Yeah. I feel like when you've like when you meet somebody that's either been a bartender, waitress, chef, like anything, like restaurant life is just like a whole vibe. Yeah, I just, man. I I, I miss and, it. Funny enough, have you ever seen the movie Waiting? Of course. Okay, of course. So everything in waiting was so relatable, right? But if you remember, main server up there, Ryan Reynolds' character, kept trying to fuck the underage hostess. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm going to wait till you're 18. And then she finally turned 18. And then he was like, ah. then at the end, you know, his character changed, matured a little bit. He's like, ah, you know what? Maybe let's maybe let's not, right? Waiting is so accurate. Completely. It's yeah. so accurate. I mean, I wasn't whipping my, my dick out behind the kitchen, but, but you Same know, energy. Same energy, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, man. Dude, oh, that is, yeah. I don't know. I actually even thought about this recently. I really want to get like another part time job and I would love to bartend <laughs> again. But like, I feel like people get mad at me, like, you're stealing jobs during COVID. And I'm like, yeah. yeah like, I've, I've had that thought too, just because, like, yeah. how fun would it be to be like, to just quit? <laughs> no, no. Not do your job that well too. and you quit. Oh, check this out. My last day at Foot Locker, I was having a blast, bro. For the majority of my shift, because we were fucking around, aside from me just like knocking over signs and stuff, my last day of Foot Locker, I, I, I went into the display window 
and was just standing there holding <laughs> shoes. And then I would wait till people would get real close and be like, is that a real guy or not? And I would scare everybody. It was super fun. That's funny. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I miss restaurants. And I also thought, like, how fun would it be to just, like, if I was an Uber driver for yes. a month and just re- and have the camera set up and get all the reactions. I just like Everybody working. Everybody calling you broke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just like working. I just want to work. I, I love it. I just think it's fun. Okay, before we get off of this topic, do some of those girls make, like, crazy tips? The Hooters girls? Yeah. Okay. Yo, I feel like I'm about to talk mad shit right now. Yeah. I'm about to talk mad shit. No, it's not. There's no. But uh, maybe in Virginia, yo, yo, we got robbed. We got paid two thirteen an hour, and that two thirteen would get at, after taxes, so we didn't get paychecks like at all, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get crazy tips because like I was not very good with flirting, but like <laughs> the girls, no, they were not. Nobody was running around with no, you know, two hundred thousand dollar anything like that. And then sometimes. This was something that was like kind of mean. I I don't think I ever did this, but like we saw it all the time. We had this wall at the bar, and if a girl got a bad tip, but the guy left his number, they would put it up on the wall. Hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. Okay, so I asked that because um, we live kind of close to a Hooters, right? And there's a building over there that's expensive, like expensive to live in. I looked Mm -hmm. at it before I moved to where I was, and I saw this girl coming out for her shift, Going into there, I'm like, she can't afford to live there on Hooters? Damn, they must be making crazy tips. Was it in this city? Long Beach. In Long Beach? Yeah. But California laws are different, so she probably got paid like at least $10 or $15 an hour versus us, so maybe. That ain't going to do it. Well, let me ask you. That's the hourly plus tips tips, as well, but maybe. Well, let me ask you this, right? Um, What was the most tips you made a night at Hooters? I wouldn't even remember. I mean, pro- never. I've never made over five hundred dollars in a night. All right, check this out. <laughs> Me working at California Pizza Kitchen, mm-hmm. the most I made in tips was like one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna say five hundred dollars in <laughs> tips in one night is no. Good. I never no, but I I just know it never. I don't even think it went above like two. I used to bartend as well at TGI Fridays, and when we were bartending, yeah, it would the whole bar full completely lit up. Like I still even then I probably didn't make more than two hundred three hundred bucks. So yeah, yeah, it's really. But in LA, I think the tips are a little bit different, yeah. and like expensive restaurants. LA might be different. I mean, I think I think even tip culture is probably a, a lot more. People probably tip a lot more than they, and especially you were in like Virginia. Yeah, like, you know. but let me say this. So actually, I don't even know if I should say this shit. <laughs> you and, said a lot but, of shit. You feel like? <laughs> oh, I, this is what I was gonna say. I so when I used to live in Vegas, my roommate was a dancer, and I was mm-hmm. a cocktail waitress. Okay. I I never danced there, but I no problem with it. But I personally didn't, and I I I did. I had drink trays, so I got paid. What did I get paid? Commission on the drink trays. Like if I sold the shooters, I got paid hourly, and then I also got tips. Mm-hmm. So I was making good, like pretty good money there. And the dancers, they do make good money occasionally. I saw this thing on TikTok. This girl talking about some. She was like 20, 22 years old talking about some what a night in vegas looks like and she's like okay on friday i made 1700 not bad on saturday i made six thousand. really good night sunday 3k this will do bitch no you didn't if you're making that kind of money you shitting on people in the back you are in the back room straight up shitting on people okay so i used to work at in vegas okay. and like that was like my and they don't so is a fully nude club okay yeah. so it's only 18 and up they don't serve alcohol so when i was cocktailing there i just had to pedal around sodas okay yeah. Yeah. but it was mandatory that you bought a soda to get into the club yeah. 
I'm working and it's my first week working there. Um, <laughs> and I'm closing out. It's four o'clock in the morning and I look over and this girl is getting fucked on stage. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. like on stage. On stage. On the corner of the stage. And then I also see a security guard that's standing right there. And in my head, I'm like, Oh my god! Like, yeah. like, I, like, I've never seen anything like this before, and like, it's okay, and like, I'm like, I was like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. And so I fucking turn around and I ask my friend, I'm like, Tabitha, how much do you think she's getting paid for that? And she looked over and she said, about three fifty. I said. You're kidding. Three fifty for the on stage fuck though. In Dude, front of everybody. That's and, and it was wild. like off to the it was off to the corner inside of the stage and the club was really dead. It was like four o'clock in the morning. So it was like it was like really like, oh my god, wait, maybe we should bleep out the name of it, because I don't know if these people are gonna kill me. But <laughs> yeah, I Well Well here's the thing. I I, 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 I wouldn't use that club as the uh barometer. <laughs> right, because I okay, I don't know if I'm gonna bleep out the name or not, but I've I've heard of that club, of course, and I've been told that that's where you go if you're trying to Fuck some strippers. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so my like, God. You've ever been? I've never been. Um, I have never been. Yeah, because they're like billboards feel really creepy. I'm a, I'm a nasty, pervy, creepy dude, <laughs> yeah. but there's a level where it's like, mm, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. So I've never been in there, but just from the billboards, I wouldn't use them as. The yeah. fucking, well, yeah. I will say this. So I, I ended up quitting pretty abruptly after just like a couple weeks. Like it wasn't even that. It's just it was I I, I, I didn't like it. Oh, and my car had broken down and I couldn't get there anymore. And I was just frustrated. I was upset, whatever. Mm-hmm. And a couple months later, I remember going to the website for some reason because I was telling somebody that I worked there and I saw that they had paid dressing room cameras. Like, you could pay online to watch the dressing room cams in the back. And even though the waitresses had, like, a separate locker room, you still would walk by that same area. Yeah. And so that really creeped me out. Ah, yes. I remember. No, you so told us this. Yeah. I did tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah that place know. is real creepy. See, see, just from the billboards. <laughs> just yeah. from the billboards. I yeah. Because I never even heard what you said. Whoever no? told you that, they didn't tell me that. Uh. So, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't Oh, people that. prey on, like, naivety in women. Mm. It, like, oh, you're 18 now? You can make your own choices. Come on, sign this. Get on in. They, they the most current billboard is like um now hiring girls who failed on OnlyFans or some oh shit like God. that. Or oh when, when OnlyFans was about to like change their policies yeah. and all that shit. Like, yeah, now hiring those girls are like, yo, Dude. yo, wow, I was gonna ask you if you walked in on anybody fucking, but I guess you didn't have to walk in on anybody. Yeah, or or there. like you you might walk through the back and like there's a door shut and somebody like standing outside of it. I it just I it was so much for me. Yeah. I, I I mean, I, I definitely, I knew a girl um, who cocktailed at even like, I think the Rhino out here. Um, and she was like her first week she walked, you know, she was delivering like a drink to the VIP and she walked in on people fucking and, yeah. you know, and she was like, had no idea. Yeah. But, it's shocking. Yeah. Do a lot of girls just not know that? Because I feel like all guys know that. I think I'm dumb. No, I, think be- I'm, I think I'm pretty dumb. Because a lot of girls who do it, think we don't know that it really it's interesting yeah because like we we've all heard it or we've been offered like yeah oh yeah we go to the vip yeah 300 for this 500 if you want (laughs) to you know what i'm saying so we know it goes down but every dancer you know if they admit to it they're like yes some girls do that but i would never i'm like 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure thing, that, but that's man. why I said when that girl's talking about some making fifteen grand or something in a yeah, weekend, oh no, like she was you, definitely doing you shitting on people, and like also if you're gonna put out a TikTok like that and show young girls, look at all the money I made. Tell them what you're actually doing. Yeah. Like tell them, like don't make people think that they can just go out there and dance and make thousands of dollars. Or maybe and, they're at a club with all the ballers and everyone's yeah. throwing <laughs> Drake, their money. I mean that that happens too, but I, I feel like girls make those videos not thinking about. Impressionable young, impressionable young girls. It's yeah. just like you talk shit about me yeah. because of what I do. Look what well, I look made. what I made. <laughs> and it's, it's a, it, it can be like a little. It can be a little harmful because there's a lot of girls in sex work that are totally fine. And they're okay. I know because I just have a lot of close friends that are still in there. I have one that she started out about like I think doing like cosplays on Patreon like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and now she does OnlyFans. And at first it was making good money, but then it like blew up, and she was like top over top 1.7 it's like 0.01 percent and now she one of my good friends she's talked about this before publicly she hasn't really left her house in the past year because she didn't realize that when she goes out in public she wonders oh my god who has seen me naked yeah and so like online it was okay but it was something that she never factored in and so you know even if somebody approaches her like as a fan or just walking outside like she feels like everyone has seen her naked i also have a home girl who um was doing her thing on OnlyFans and but she she covered her face and she just like huh. recently did a face reveal and she's like now people are coming up to me like are you this and this and that and she's like it makes me really uncomfortable now mm-hmm. you know as before it was kind of anonymous you yeah know? so yeah that's what I said gotta have a game plan man like people you can't just do something like that and expect it to just go one way there's variables with all of this shit like that's crazy to be not showing your face this whole time. So that means she was aware of the possibilities and then did it. Something made her comfortable enough to do it. And then boop. Nope. It gets normalized. (laughs) You go, you go deeper down into that. And like, yeah, you have to constantly like reassess like your morals, like when you're doing that. So you never fall off the path that you want to be on. But I think what Ricky was saying is right. It's like, yeah, you could do this shit for like five or six years. I think it's almost the same as being a creator. Like, I- I'm not going to be a creator for 20 years, but you make your money and then you start your business and mm-hmm. you invest into it. Like, I'm, there's some girls really, really doing it right. Um, I know one that she bought a- an apartment building. She bought her first apartment building, Smart. loved it, s- booked that shit out, and now she bought a very expensive one out in Sherman Oaks. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's what she's using her money for. She- after many it like once these buildings are paid off she's got tenants they're gonna pay her checks for like you know yeah. what i mean so yes yeah, figure out how much money do i need to make doing this to get out and then start this business so i can reinvent everything because kim kardashian got famous after she did a sex tape but nobody gives a shit about that because look what everything she did yeah yeah and that's how you yeah. move forward well i still give a shit about it yeah. About the yeah. safe, it was a great safe. Yeah, really? yeah, it was. I, I, a lot of people say it was boring, but I, I enjoy it. You, you said it was good. It yeah, was she, good. She's, vulnerable. She's a good finisher offer. Jesus, as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, thank you for watching and listening to another episode of the. Uh, also, Ray J kept putting the camera on his face. <laughs> also, Ray J got a big old dick. It's crazy. Um, thank you for Ray watching. Look, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for watching the No Chase podcast. I'm Tim Chantharongsu. I'm Ricky. Schultz. Oh, and. I'm Nikki Blaze, and thank you to our special guest Bose for filling in today. Always great to have you. Appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe to her subscribe. new YouTube channel. Subscribe. Pin my comment. Are you gonna pin my comment? Sure. Okay, it's pinned. It is pinned. <laughs> subscribe to her channel. Follow her on all the things. Thank you for watching. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>